Jen? Yeah. Okay, thank you for joining me today. And today, uh, uh, thank you, Alan, for joining me today. And then today I will share uh, uh, three news that I read in this morning and uh, it's all pretty cool. The first one uh, is on CNET. Uh, if you have your computer in front of you, you can take a look of CNET. And the title is Google makes it easier to record and share AR data on your phone. And uh, this article is written by Scott Stein. Um, so pretty much AR core tools let you create death map without lighter on Android phones. And the tools may be extending to more apps. Okay, so um, pretty much um, uh, Google, uh, at Google's virtual uh, Google I.O. developer conference this year, it seems like uh, the company updates to its AR core tools on Android look like they are adding some of the same world scanning things that Apple's uh, LiDAR does, but without LiDAR. Uh, and uh, in ways that could layer that AR into uh, pre-recorded videos. So pretty much um, they are uh, using kind of like the shared data from other apps of the death um, like the death map data. So pretty much they kind of, um, the more interesting and mind-bending part comes with Google's ability to record and share death map uh, data, which the company envisions as a way to place AR into things like pre-recorded videos. So if someone already had a death data for a certain room, uh, then a video of that room could end up using that data to place objects into videos as effects. Perhaps for social videos, for example, like TikTok was solicited as an example or anywhere else. So pretty much uh, Google first announced its death sensor a censoring AR feature a year ago, but it's like open up sharing death uh, data between apps. Uh, that is new now. Uh, right now, they start to, you know, using this, um, these types of um, technology. So it can pretty much, uh, the effects, final effects, similar to Apple's LiDAR. So yeah, so um, it's kind of like a time of flight, TOF sensors. Uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, so what do you think of uh, Google's, uh, uh, I mean, the, the sensor which allows you to um, place or record AR data on your phone without really using li uh, LiDAR? Uh, what do you think, Ellen? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't, uh, I, I didn't hear about this, uh, this uh, information until uh, you just mentioned that, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I think we talked uh, a while back about um, the the concept of how um, recording your history uh, is is changing over time. So, for example, you know, for the longest time, we've had just regular photographs. The technology in photography has changed over the years, obviously from film to digital and obviously there's, there's other things along the way 
But, uh, but I had mentioned the possibility of, of taking uh, point cloud uh, photographs for future reference where you can actually walk in you know, at some point when you want to go back and you know, reminisce about the old days, you could actually go like potentially in VR into that photograph and walk around and look at things as opposed to just seeing it in 2D. Uh, so, so I think technologies like this to me are really exciting because it's, um, it's just the, it just shows kind of where technology is going. Like in, in the near future, we'll be able to have some of this capabilities of uh, maybe interacting more with the stuff that we did in the past. Um, so, so I love that too. Uh, the other thing too that I think is awesome, and, and I just I just love the fact this is happening, is it's also competition for Apple. Um, so every time Google does something in AR core, it, it pushes Apple to do something even cooler in AR kit, and, and, and vice versa. And you need that competition when you have that really kind of head-to-head competition in those areas. Um, to me, that just pushes innovation further and further. Um, we've always seen where there's less competition than people kind of just are happy with what they have and, and you don't see that progression going uh, very far. So, so I love the fact that they're both kind of just trying to keep on the cutting edge of AR technology. Um, and, um, and I think that the technology itself is, is pretty fascinating. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ellen, for sharing uh, the feedback and some thoughts. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. And then uh, today I just listened to one uh, audio book. It's called The End of the Powering. Uh, it seems like from the ancient time, um, you know, um, the, the power is centralized, right? But, um, you know, when time goes by, all the centralized power is kind of start dissolving, right? So right now, I can see in, uh, you know, in, in AR, VR, XR space. Uh, yeah, just like Ellen, you said that we need more people to do it. So, you know, if force, you know, Apple or Microsoft or some other companies to work even harder uh, in order to, you know, take up their leading space. But I am happy to see that, you know, like uh, before when we think of um, all the, really good technology or high-end, we think about uh, Apple, Microsoft. But the interesting things, if you think of VR's headset, right? Uh, you think of Oculus, HTC Vive, and it's not even, you know, Apple or um, Microsoft. And then you see like, I, I feel like the power is starting, you know, kind of distributing to some people who are really passionate about a certain area and they, they, you know, like the technology is kind of like uh, getting a little bit of spray out and Apple is, yeah, like trying to launch their AR glass next year, but Facebook is trying so hard to beat Apple. So I find out that there are a lot of interesting uh, competitions there, but it's all for good because we need those competitions so we can get a cheaper or better um device in the future and easier to use. So I think this is a good competition. Yeah, okay, so next news will be uh, in Yale. Uh, this news is on Yale News. Uh, if you go to Yale News and the title is called A Safe Place, uh, medical researchers use virtual reality to reach youth, okay, by Brita Belly. 
Okay, so in this news, you can see like in Yale School of Medicine, they are uh, they have a, a lot of uh, researchers working with some art department um, uh, people. They kind of come up with some um, pretty cool and helping the youth to, uh, I would say, reduce the addiction, right? Or kind of like eliminate the possibility of getting into some bad habits. So for example, if you have computer in front of you, you can take a look. Uh, at the end, it has uh, uh, anti vamping uh, vamping uh, virtual reality game uh, it's designed by invite only vr so pretty much in this game uh, before i think uh, i host uh, a meetup group and a uh, few months ago i invited um, a professor in yale and then she uh, i think she the whole event she was talking about this anti-vapping um, um, virtual reality app. Pretty much they kind of invite a bunch of students and uh, uh, they, according to the research, it seems like the students play the game while kind of like in the future, they learn how to reject their peers to, you know, to let them try uh, some uh, e-cigarette or, you know, like in the, in the VR app, pretty much it taught you a lot of ways to reject your peers and tell you like how bad it is for e-cigarette. So um, according to the, the final result, it seems like the, the middle school students who tried this app uh, for a period of time, uh, they're, um, they're, uh, they can reject or they are unlikely to have e-cigarette in the future. So it's kind of like using uh, VR to change the behaviors of the youth and the youth learn more about, you know, social, pe uh, the peer pressures or, you know, like some, some stuff and uh, through VR gamification or game, uh, it really helps them to change their behaviors and uh, kind of quit, uh, kind of like quit some bad behaviors or addictions and uh, for their healthier life in the future. So yeah, so uh, Alan, do you have any thoughts for this news? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we, we talked before about, um, you know, the, the potential of VR being used um, on more of a psychological uh, level. Um, I, I, I think it's just incredibly powerful beyond just gaming, but the ability to use VR to uh, not only treat uh, different type of psychological conditions. Uh, so say, for example, you have a phobia, um, the ability to kind of go into this virtual environment and address those phobias, a, a fear of heights, a fear of spiders, a fear, a fear of anything, you can create that virtual environment to kind of help people do that. And it's the same thing, you know, with not only kids, but, but adults, you know, the ability to say, hey, we're going to teach you how to address. So if you have social, um, you know, you're having a problem with uh, social interactions, you know, the ability to have a, a virtual environment where you can, you know, kind of teach people how do you interact with another person. Um, that's that's pretty powerful uh, stuff there. And, and and again, I think most people look at VR and think, wow, this is video games. But I, I think there's a whole other area for VR in, in being able to kind of um, 
you know, treat people with, with different conditions or uh, just train them, you know, obviously as a training tool. Um, and in this scenario here, training kids on how to, you know, not only you know, with the vaping, but say, for example, how to handle a bully, um, how to handle difficult kids. Like there's all these things that we learn as we're growing um, and we kind of have to do ourselves sometimes, but the ability to have some type of tool that says, hey, if you do come across this kind of scenario, this is how you might handle it. Um, so I, I think it's awesome. I think it's uh, it would be great to have more of these types of tools. Um, and it'd be nice if there were, I guess, uh, people out there that were developing the content for it, obviously. But, uh, but I think it's a huge, uh, huge advantage, especially for kids. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. So uh, before, I think uh, just like Ellen, you mentioned that um, uh, VR can uh, cure a lot of, um, you know, mental or, you know, social interactions. Uh, for example, like uh, PTSD, right? Um, I read some news. It seems like there, there's a software or VR app that helps soldiers to, you know, adapt the normal yeah. life. Right. So, yeah, I think that is definitely really helpful. Yeah. Any, yeah. any thoughts? No, no, it's, um, it's, it's like I was saying before in a previous uh, meeting is, um, it's the psychology uh, of the brain. So when you go into the VR environment, you you start to kind of just lose track of everything else you know, around you. Uh, and you, you become kind of immersed in that uh, specific virtual environment. But it also has a major effect on how your brain works because your brain switches from a, a kind of a distant interaction. So it's, it's kind of separating you from, you know, from the, the interaction itself to kind of being involved directly in the interaction. Uh, so I think it's, um, it, it definitely has this major potential there for just helping uh, with a whole bunch of different types of conditions. Um, and, and, kind of helping people with cognitive uh, issues as well. It, it just, um, I think there's a whole lot of areas that that can be perceived. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Alan, for your feedback. Yeah, so yeah, I think VR can definitely really help us. And I think there are a lot of people they are diving to all the research and then, um, you know, bring up like in the future, we might have a lot of very, uh, like a lot of apps that helps us uh, to, um, you know, get rid of bad habits and uh, or nutrient or like getting a better habit in doing something good for us. So yeah, so yeah, looking forward to those. Cool. And uh, the third one will be uh, the news is uh, TheVerge.com. TheVerge. Yeah. Uh, and the title is called Oculus Latest Quest update lets you record gameplay and yourself at the same time. So this news is by uh, Cameron Faulkner. Yeah, so if you want to uh, read the news in front uh, in your computer, uh, feel free to open the page. Yeah, so uh, in this news, um, it seems like uh, Oculus Quest 2 in that headset, they are going to have another um, updates, another uh, kind of like software updates that allows you to use your iPhone XS or newer um, to, you know, if you download an Oculus app on the iOS, you can pretty much, you know, record yourself and um, uh, it will 
kind of do the superimposing um, effect for um, for uh, the fine uh, at the at the end, you can get um, you know a video that allow that superimpose you in the uh, with the background of you know the background will be uh, you uh, see whatever you see through the VR. VR has that. So it's kind of an image over or a video overlay with another video. So uh, it allows that uh, before, if uh, without that new app, new iOS update, you, um, you, you might need to, you know, um, it, it might require you a cable PC, uh, including a rig of 16 GB of RAM a decent graphic card and you need to have a, at least like a 1080p uh, webcam uh, and the, you know the 5g wi-fi router and of course you need to have a green screen but right now all you need to do is you know you use your iphone xs or newer and you can uh, um, like uh, quest the new ios update allows you to uh, you know just um, make a video which kind of like put whatever you see to, to, uh, in the headset on the background and then uh, you um, you know you can um, kind of having a superimposed um, videos uh, so it will show you like you are playing some um, you know um, it will appears to show what you see through the headset with you standing in the same frame but uh, the uh, the old version, which required a lot of uh, equipment, um, is much better. Shows you actually doing some cool things in virtual environments. So I look at the difference. One is that everything is, uh, uh, I think the the uh, the new software's name is Live Overlay. Live Overlay, the new iOS update, actually kind of overlay to videos but it will look a little awkward. But if you use the, uh, the Oculus Mixed Reality Creator tools uh, with a bunch of um, very high-end tools, it actually shows you inside a 3D space and playing some cool stuff. So it's kind of like a little different, but it's kind of like if you want to have some simple setup and simple video to show uh, you are doing some cool things, uh, the um, iPhone XS, if you have iPhone XS or newer, um, Oculus updates uh, called Live Overlay can really help you to, uh, you know, easily superimpose uh, yours, you are doing some cool things in virtual reality. Yeah, so I think this is a pretty, pretty handy tools. Yeah, so yeah, so do you have any thoughts, Ellen? for this news? Yeah, it sounds, uh, <clears throat> sounds uh, a bit like the um, spectator view in uh, the HoloLens, maybe. Uh, I, I think I've seen this before in a couple of, uh, like the video, the VR video blogs, or blogs, um, where, yeah, they're, they're showing themselves. Uh, they do have, like, kind of a green screen around them. And, um, <clears throat> and the, yeah, you can see both uh, the person, you know, who's doing playing the game but also the game around them as well uh, I think it probably has a um, probably a lot of uh, possibility in that area of gaming 
but I, but I do I do think two things. One is the technology will advance where you don't necessarily need the green screen. There's just a lot of um, kind of uh, like Zoom utilities these days that kind of just take the background away completely, even though you're you're there. You don't have a, a green screen. Um, and the the other is um, I, I really am I guess looking forward to seeing how people take the technology that's being developed and then turn it into some other type of useful purpose, uh, be it video games or, you know, some type of utility. So, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it definitely, again, it's just a great technology, um, that's continued to get better and better, but, um, but it'll be interesting to see how this is utilized by, by people. So. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, for me, before I purchase a, a green screen for me to block out my background, but I find out that, you know, if I kind of do that, it's my skin has some weird reflection. And yeah. then also, yeah, and actually the technology is still not that good enough. So yeah. you can still depends, see some um, green. It depends on the, what you're wearing, the contrast between you and the background. So I've noticed where I work darker clothes and then the background's lighter it has a, a better capability of separating um but yeah i mean that again that technology is just getting better and better as well so um yeah it'll take a little time but it's it's definitely getting there <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah so I, I i wish the technology can get um become better and better and then yeah and then it seems like it's trying to to do something that is easier for the users to do because you know um, if you want to do you know you actually play something in virtual reality probably need to have a, a, a whole room to be fully equipped for you to actually um, you know film yourself inside the space but right now all you need to do is to have uh, iPhone XS or newer and you can do yeah. that even though it's not as good as the old way but it kind of shows uh, something that you kind of want to show it's not the best solution but it's easy for you to um, yeah to get the same not really same effect but you kind of achieve the the goal Definitely. yeah cool yeah any news uh, from you or do you have any um, like XR related topic you want to bring or uh, no not, not today I, I have um, I, I do do quite a bit of research on just the technologies that are coming out and things in general but lately I've just been so busy with projects that I haven't had a chance to go out and scour the the internet for, for information so sorry about that yeah no worries yeah I mean um, yeah I mean just like open often open topic yeah cool so yeah thank you ellen for joining me today and uh yeah so this is today's news and hopefully you you like it and then yeah so yeah hopefully i can see you tomorrow okay thank you so much mm. take care yeah Thanks. thank you bye bye Okay, thank you so much, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.